Hi, I'm Adam Seidel, and this is Street Music Map Radio, a global report on street music. My name is Adam Seidel. I am originally from the town of Bansdale in East Gippsland and currently residing in Bundura in North Melbourne, and I am a full-time Burke Street busker. I first started busking when I was in high school, around 16 or 17. I played with my high school's jazz band at the time, and I wanted to make a little bit of extra money. There wasn't much work in Bansdale, so basically I would go out on weekends, take whatever contract work I could do, playing gigs at cafes and that, and then play at markets around the local area on every Sunday. About eight to nine years I've been busking now. I honestly can't remember, but I think it's about eight to nine years. I'd say the both pro and con of busking, for me at least, are the exact same thing. I'm more of a play in a band sort of guy. I really enjoy playing with people. I enjoy, you know, thinking musically with others and uh, moving along together as a group. But when I'm busking on my own, I have to take completely different approach to that because I'm using a loop pedal. I can't really change what I'm doing halfway through. I've basically got to think, all right, it's just me. How am I going to do this? How can I make it somewhat interesting, even though it is just a one-man band? As I mentioned, when I first started busking, it was at local markets in country Victoria. And compared to the city, it is extremely different from what I can do and what audience I get. Because generally, when I was playing those markets, I would play a lot softer, a lot slower, and I wouldn't try and be as actively flashy, I guess, or play you know large guitar solo sort of stuff and borderline heavy metal at points. Whereas in the city, I do try and do a lot of that stuff because you have 100,000 people, let's say, walking past every day, and they see, let's be generous and say, 20 buskers in their travels. I try and, when I'm playing in the city, I try and be as flashy and as like big as possible and try and have something that at least I personally don't see much in the city. But then when I'm still playing markets, I bring it back a notch and just chill out a bit and have a much more calm and relaxing time. The way I do it is I try and let uh, my guitar speak for me in that sense, where you know, I'll make eye contact with my audience, but most of the time I'll be focusing completely on what I'm doing in that present moment. Because at the end of the day, uh, the music itself is what I want to be putting out there and that's what I want people to be hearing. And then one thing I do, however, is every single time someone throws money at my case, I always make sure to uh, say thank you at the very least. Because, you know, they're doing wonderful thing for me and i want to at least show some appreciation smile say thank you and people respond really well to just basic friendliness which sounds bad when i put it like that but yeah my favorite busking spot in melbourne is the gpo on the corner of burke and elizabeth street i always find that there you tend to get more people actively watching what you do. I would say that there is a pretty stark difference depending where you're playing. So 
for an example, a play before at the Red Steps on South Bank, it's, you know, has at least the appearance of a stage sort of thing. And I think when people see that, their natural instinct is to think, oh, you know, they're professional at what they're doing. Whereas other times I've been, you know, along Swanson Street or something and maybe made 12 bucks in four hours or something like that. But then other days I've been there and I've made heaps. So I would say there is a difference depending on where you play, but I think it also depends on, you know, how well you're performing that day because that also changes day to day. Not every day can be 10 out of 10 performance. And then just who happens to be walking by as well if they dig what you're doing and wish to donate money. It can be tough at times because obviously pay is insecure and it's inconsistent. So basically to counteract that, I just come out as much as I can. So I work this as if it is full-time hours. So I try and get in between 30 or 40 hours of active playing a week. Half of that though, the main reason I'm doing this is to A, advertise myself and B, just because it's what I love doing. So the fact that I can say my practically full-time job is playing music is something that if I heard as a teenager, I would have wept with happiness. It's such an amazing thing. Per day, I play for four hours, usually, here in the Berkshire Mall. And per week, I'm trying to get anywhere between 20, 30, 40 hours. On any given given day, a busker can make anywhere from $5 over a six-hour period to $250 over a six-hour period. It really is a very inconsistent uh, way to make a living, I must admit. And... I've found that the best way to sort of offset that is to just go out and do it as much as you can. The street music scene in Melbourne, uh, because I'm from a small country town, 15,000 people, about a four-hour drive away, when I was young, it was legendary. Like, it was a thing that, you know, was just so incredible to me every time. I would come up to Melbourne with my parents maybe once or twice a year. They would take me along the streets, me and my sister, and we'd go look at as many buskers as we can. And I met Tash Sultana at the time, just before she got famous. It would have been about a year or so before she hit it big. And she was playing in the Burke Street Mall, and I remember we were talking to her a bit. She was selling CDs. Her dad had helped her print out, and she explained the job to us. And I remember thinking to myself, ah, I want to work towards that when I move up to Melbourne. And the fact that I've done it however many years later is, like, it's really humbling for me at least where I feel like even though I've still got so far to go, the fact that I've made it this far already is such an amazing thing for me. So I used to be a guitar teacher. And the same thing I would tell my students uh, when they were practicing anything is just keep practicing. That is the best thing you can do. So for performers, you know, if you're nervous and you get shaky before a performance, get your busking license, general permit for the city of Melbourne, and just go out. If you just do it and do it and do it over and over again, you will see improvement. And there's no shortcuts, no anything like that. You just have to continue doing it over and over and over again as much as you can and eventually you will see results from that.
I take uh, most, I would say about 99% of my tips in cash. So I have my case open, which, you know, people thankfully recognize as a, all right, here's free for donation sort of thing. I do also have a QR code, uh, which doesn't get a lot of scans on it. Um, but basically with them, I'm partnered with a company called Giveaway, where people can choose to donate as much or as little as they like through PayPal if they scan the code. But yeah, in terms of tips, it's pretty much all through cash. And uh, what I've found is that starting is always the most difficult thing. People, it's been a personal like observation of mine that people tend to give more if they see more coins in a case. If you're starting and, you know, you haven't got much in a case, people will look inside it, sort of go, eh, and then walk off. But if they see other people sort of donating, then they feel inclined to go, all right, let's add to this pile, see how high we can make it go. My name is Adam Seidel. You can find me on Instagram at adam.seidel97. That's S-E-I-D-E-L. And you can find me on Facebook at Adam Seidel Music. And very soon, my band Apollo's Breaches will have a Facebook and Instagram page up as well. So keep an eye out for that. Hi, I'm Adam Seidel and this is Street Music Map Radio, a global report on street music.